Welcome back, people, to Sister Sorry. This is your host Sean here with Shahnan. Hi guys. This is season one, episode seven, and today we're going to be talking about The Conjuring, probably your favorite horror movie. This episode is going to be a little different since we're going to reveal some mind-boggling facts about the movie in the end, and you wouldn't want to miss that. So stick around. If you're new here, Sister Sorry is a film and TV review podcast where me and my sister review famous movies, shows, and web series every week. And if you haven't heard our previous episodes, give them a listen because they're just as fun as this one is gonna be. Now let's get started on the conjuring. Before actually talking about the quality of the movie, let's do a little backstory and talk about the storyline. So, The Conjuring is based on the real-life events and experiences of Ed and Lorraine Warren, who were actual supernatural investigators back in the day. They were often called demonologists, or in other cases, looters, frauds, and even thieves. Now, I've never experienced the phantasmal per se. I've never in my entire life felt the presence of a demon around me. I've heard stories about people or houses that were haunted and seen hordes of horror movies, but I can't first-hand verify any of this, and honestly, no one else can either. There is no scientific proof of this, just myths, but they make up for good stories and in turn amazing movies. So let's just leave it at that. Moving on, The Conjuring starts off with a family called the parents moving into their new house in the countryside. They've tied every penny they've ever saved into this house, which they wanna call their home. The movie portrays a mother who puts her blood, sweat, and tears into taking care of her family. I think if they hadn't cast Lily Taylor as Carolyn Perrin, this movie wouldn't have turned out as it did. She really makes the audience connect to her character and the rest of the family in just a couple of scenes. She shows the hardships, the responsibilities and the endless work which comes with being a mother. That is where the movie first hit me because I've seen my own mom fight a lot of fights for me and Shahnan. I've seen her sacrifice her joys for ours. I've been lucky enough to witness her strength her patience and her love towards us and when i saw the bits of those in carolyn perrin i knew that this is going to be a blast now i think shahnan is desperate to tell us her opinion you go girl hi everyone i'm shahnan the co-host and the co-producer of sister sorry i hope you're enjoying listening to us now about the conjuring i think it is more about the directing than the acting or the story The Conjuring has the same old plotline of a house being haunted, some people coming to investigate, a family member getting possessed, and then to top it all off, a life or death exorcism which marks the great end. Let's be honest, we've seen that before, but it's the direction of the storyline that makes it refreshing and unique. The storyline is built up in such a way which leaves the viewers enchanted and haunted at the same time. For instance, when the Warrens first arrive at the parents' home, the parents describe everything they've been going through. They talk about things that can't be explained in any scientific way. Amongst all of this, 
Lauren Warren senses some supernatural things but doesn't say what they are right away. She later reveals the horrific incidents which she felt had happened at the parents' house, which makes the viewers want to protect the family like their own. Ed and Lauren tell the family that even if they leave the house now, it won't do them any good as whatever demonic presence was at the house has now attached itself to them. This leads you to understand the level of danger they're in. After seeing all of this, the Warrens decide to stay with them so as to protect them. All of this amounts up to the formation of a bond of sorts between the audiences and the movie itself. None of this could have happened without the right direction. So James Wan has to be commended for his astounding direction of the film. The Conjuring doesn't have the high-tech CGI effects that are used in the horror movies made nowadays. Nor does it have too many demonic appearances. Other than the occasional swinging lady and some horrifying sequences, there aren't many times where the ghost just pops up. But it still manages to leave you breathless due to the gripping story and amazing vision of James Wan. Before directing The Conjuring, James Wan had directed The Insidious and had gained some experience in the horror genre. But he knocked it out of the park this time. Even if I watch the movie today, 8 years after its release, it still manages to give me chill bumps which speaks for the quality of the movie. Thanks Shahnan, that was really insightful. Glad you agree with it. I do. And I also think that there were a lot of elements of the story which were really interesting and should be mentioned. Like the Warrens setting up their equipment at the haunted house. That was really fun for me to watch because you could actually see the process of identifying a possessed house. I don't know how much of the movie is actually true but it definitely is a great watch. If you haven't watched it yet, do it right now. Though I would advise against watching it alone or at night. And there you go. We've reviewed The Conjuring and given you some honest advice as well. Now, you must be wondering where the shocking facts related to the movie that we promised you are. Well, I'm a girl of my word, so here they are. First off, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga, who played Ed and Lorraine Warren, actually spent some time with the real-life Lorraine Warren to get some more information about the case and the real life of the demonologist. Now that's some method acting. Secondly, since the movie is based on real-life events, the house that the movie is based around is still standing in reality. The owners of the house sued the film directors because they were getting so many visitors all the time and their everyday life was getting greatly disrupted. And before this question bothers you, yes, they still live there. Another fact which is a bit scary is that before watching the film, audiences were blessed by a priest in the Philippines. This of course was a publicity stunt but it worked out quite well since horror movie fans queued up to watch a movie which needed the blessing of a priest. Lastly, during the film's production, a lot of strange things happened which were later revealed by the producers. They told the media that whenever they tried to call Vera Farmiga, the call would always have weird noises and sometimes get cut off altogether. 
They also said that when they visited the movie set in North Carolina, the real-life Carolyn Perrin admitted to feeling a strange presence that she used to feel during the 70s when the actual events took place, and she later had to visit the emergency room due to a fall on the set. In fact, the entire Perrin family visited the set and felt brushes of wind inside the house that wouldn't shake any trees outside. Now, since you've stuck with us till the end, here is a bonus fact for you. Andrea Perrin, who was 11 at the time of her mother's alleged possession, admitted to seeing Carolyn speaking in a different language, with a different voice, then her chair levitating and getting smashed across the room, which is incorporated in the movie. Which of these facts shocked you the most? Do tell us. Share this episode with family and friends. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because it is the best way to let us know what you think. You can listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor or whichever platform you'd like. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SistersSorry. We'll soon be coming back with another fantastic review. No idea what it is going to be about, but it is surely gonna be good. Cheers!